Hi, everyone. This is Gracie with Self-Care with Gracie. I'm very excited about our, our podcasting guest today. I am here with Mari Andrews. Hey, Mari. Hi. Hi. Uh, who is um, just a, a, an amazing person, and she is someone you might have uh, heard of or rather seen her comics on Instagram before. She's a writer and illustrator. She lives in D.C., alongside me and she's been she every day for this past year she has published a drawing on Instagram and her drawings are about what it is to be a human being um just what it is to like you know be human and want to do a good job in life and also have a neurotic streak and all the little things that we think maybe are just us I, Mari does an amazing job of um of, of making it feel not only okay but also like something worthy of being celebrated and I've I've share uh artist space with uh, Mari called the lemon bowl and it's been great to get to know her because she's just a fabulous human being but what I've been really excited about seeing is just how much her work has resonated with everybody and the following that she has gotten so she's been on BuzzFeed, Huffington Post, Business Insider, I'm reading this thing on website here and the refrigerators of your friends which is awesome. <laughs> Um, and she just had a few weeks ago a party to celebrate her one year of doing a, a drawing a day and this drawing discipline. And I, she had a lot of pie for people at the Lemon Bowl in D.C. and sold her, uh, her drawings. And I was so excited because I got one that's um, the kind of woman I want to be. I think that's what it's called. And it's, uh, uh-huh. it's hanging up next to my bed. I treasure it because it's, you put into words and picture just like so many of the, the little aspirations that I've had around what it is. I've always wanted to be a woman who takes care of herself and I've never quite known what that meant. And in your drawing, you say like owns cashmere turtlenecks and like makes a nice sound when she walks. <laughs> so I, I just am really excited to have you here because I want to know a little bit more about like your story and what it, what it was that made you start to put some of these inner thoughts into drawings and how it's, how it's been to see it received with so much enthusiasm. So thank you for being here. Oh, I'm so honored and honored to be a part of your, um, your living space now. That, that really means a lot to me. Right next to my bed. Right, awesome. I sleep my, right under, underneath the drawing. My gosh, what an honor. Thank you. Yeah, and so, okay, so I'm curious of what your journey has been to get to where you are right now in terms of, like, when did you start drawing and, and what, it, what made you decide to begin doing the, the drawing a day on Instagram? Oh, man, well, I've been drawing um, exactly a year and however many days since September 13th. Um, I really had never drawn much before. I'm now, like some of my friends now are sending me little drawings I used to do for them. So I guess I've always kind of done it for fun. Um, but certainly never, ever thought of myself as an artist or anything. I mean, it took a really long time. I think I just started calling myself an artist like a month ago. I was finally like, okay, I can maybe say that because what I preach is that um, if you make art, you're an artist. You know, I think we think of these labels as so lofty, but if you illustrate, you're an illustrator. If you doodle, you're an artist. You know, it, it, there's really no distinction so long as you're just kind of doing the work and showing up. And um, so I started drawing uh, last September. I was in 
um, a pretty rough place. My father died, and I went through a really painful breakup in February 2015. Um, it was within the same week of each other. And then about a month later, I had a really tough surgery that kind of knocked me out. So I was in this place of feeling like so much was lost. Like I just felt, I even lost. Um, a necklace of my mom's that meant a lot to me. That was really, like, I just felt like I kept, like, losing things. I lost people and I lost friends who weren't really there for me. And I just felt like I was being stripped of everything that I knew to be stable in my life. And all of a sudden I was in this place of, like, I felt like I was at the bottom of a well and I had to say, all right, I need to get out of this place because it's terrible but first I need to, like, build muscle to be able to, you know, hoist myself up and into the world again. And I thought, what are some ways I can sort of build that muscle? I can do creative things. I can do a lot of yoga. I can feed myself well. I can have conversations with friends I really love. And I can really commit to making myself happy again. And one of the ways I decided to do that was draw every day because I really enjoy directing drawing and it makes me happy so I was like putting happiness on the calendar like every day I'm going to do this happy thing and Instagram was a way to keep myself accountable wow I, okay I'm just like so impressed with so many parts of that story um just that like, you've really only been drawing for a year I didn't know that that's that's incredible yeah, first of all new. your drawings are amazing thank you and that are really, I hear that it really came out of a place of of really deep self-care of having, and I think that like the really deepest self-care, like it does come from those like hitting bottom moments. For sure. Just, like, there's nowhere else to go and I got to oh, get yeah. myself out. Yeah. And I really, I started to step into doing this work right as my father was passing away too. Oh, wow. And so I, I relate to a lot on that level, but it, it just felt like it opened up all this like terrifying space in my life of just like mm-hmm. well, what is it to not have a parent anymore mm-hmm. and what is it to like even be alive and like yeah totally and what filled it was this work for myself that was it felt like the work that I'm, I'm here to do even if I never would have imagined it for myself so uh, I hear yes. that that space gave you like um like a calling would you call it a calling or how would you describe what it is you're doing right now that is getting oh, such gosh. amazing response <laughs> It's a big yeah. word to put on there, I know. Well, kind of, yeah. I mean, I just drew an illustration, which I'll post um, maybe in the next couple of days, that's like um, life in two acts, and one of it is being at the bottom of a ditch, and the other one is helping someone out of the ditch. And I think once you kind of bring yourself out of a place, it's your responsibility to help others get out of that place, however you know that looks to you. And um, when I started drawing, um, I mean, it was one of many ways that I was just trying to, like, keep myself doing something that made me happy. And, and because I'm a little, old, I mean, I'm 30, I just turned 30 yesterday, because um, I'm not, like, happy birthday. You know, <laughs> thank you. I'm not in this place of being really competitive anymore. I'm not starting a hobby because I need to be the best, or I need to be a teacher, or I need to be famous. I just started it because it really did bring me joy. And so that was certainly a calling. And at this point, it morphed into this huge responsibility because so many people look at 
my work, which is so insane, so not expected at all. And so now I feel like I, I have a bit of responsibility to kind of give people that same encouragement. Like, you can pick up a pen too. You know, you can, you can bring yourself um, your own happiness. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. I certainly didn't realize that for a long time. It didn't really occur to me, oh, I can make myself happy until I really had to, until I was dependent on it. Mm, to get yourself out of the, the bottom of the well. Yeah, for sure. What was it like for you to start to to gain more attention and followers and um, publicity and all of these these like crazy things in our in our culture? Like, what was that like for you to start to get that, see that that was happening? I was crazy. It was really crazy. It's so unexpected that I really I'm still processing it. It's. Um, I think when I got to a thousand followers, to me that just felt insane because it was a number I could kind of conceptualize, like I could, you know, sort of picture a thousand people and it seems like so many. And now I think I'm at like 155,000 <laughs> and I can't, I can't like wrap my mind around that. That's not a number I, I have heard spoken out loud. You know, it's just like sort of a surreal amount of people. So um, it's, it's really wild. It's, it's really wild. And it, you know, I think in social media, a lot of times you feel so disconnected from people. You feel like, oh, you know, these people I follow, like, don't care about me, don't know who I am. It doesn't really matter. But um, I've been really trying to uh, interact with people who follow me and, and make it a lot more personal. It's getting a little harder as I get more followers, but I really try to make those personal connections because I am so, so grateful and I want people to know that and um, not just feel like they're following this random person. And I also try to be really open about, you know, I've been only doing this for a year and you can do this too. You know, like it's not, it's not this untouchable um, place to to be a kind of um, whatever I am now. I, people, like so many people who are really amazing, amazing artists will comment on my work and be like, oh, I'm not, I'm not an artist like you, but if you would check out my stuff, that would mean a lot. And it's like, oh my gosh, these people who went to art school and they're so incredible are, are calling me an artist and not calling themselves an artist. Like that's bonkers to me. <laughs> So, yeah, a lot of interactions like that. Not wow. Well, you're you're putting yourself out there, though. Like I think I think yeah. that's the biggest distinction. I'm not saying that these other that's people huge. aren't. Like I don't I don't know who they are, but I, uh-huh. I do think, like just for my myself, um, of just people, you know, like being like, oh, you know, you're you're saying a lot, and you're doing a lot. I'm like, yeah, but that's I don't feel like I have anything super special to say. But I think I'm just like consistent and and putting myself out there and saying it and it Uh and for me it honestly came from that place of my father passing away of just kind of looking at life it it really shattered like an illusion that I know I know this is like doesn't make sense but I think I really just didn't think death would ever touch me Mm -hmm. and um and when I saw it happen I was like oh that that just happens that's pretty natural it didn't feel unnatural for it to happen actually it felt like that that's how we go and what it made me feel was like, okay, I'm, we're all precious. 
but we're not mm-hmm. that precious. Like, we're, like, mm-hmm. all going to die, and our legacy mm-hmm. is probably not going to even stick around for many more years after than we go. And so what's the big deal? Because I, I talk to a yeah. lot of people who are really scared to kind of, like, become an authority on something or put their work out there for fear of people maybe they wouldn't like it. Um, and so I, I guess I'm curious about what that's like for you, because you're, you're pretty public now. Like, what is it like to have your work be so public and um, put yourself out there so much? Oh, man. Um, you know, I really try not to think about the people who are actually looking at it. Sometimes I feel like a little pressure to be relatable or to, you know, kind of serve my audience in a certain way. And then I realized, you know, they started, they came here for, um, you know, back when this was, I had like five followers and three of them were family members. You know, like this is, what I was always doing is just, um putting moments from my life um, into little drawings. And if I can keep doing that, that's what got me here in the first place. So I'm going to keep doing that. It does feel like there's a little added responsibility to be um, more optimistic or hopeful or like inspiring. But I don't, you know, I've been so inspired. The people I'm really inspired by are the ones who are really true to themselves and just raw and authentic and just, you know, keep showing their vulnerabilities. And um, it's, you know, because this has been such a healing thing for me, it's, I want to still make it healing for myself. I, you know, now, now I feel like I have this big, strong relationship with the people who follow me, but I feel like the origin of this was a healing exercise and I want to keep doing that for myself. And when I, draw moments from my day that were hard or, you know, insecurities I have or things I'm going through, that's really uh, important to me. It feels almost like doing yoga or, you know, drinking tea. It feels like this thing that I'm doing for myself that's, like, helping me get through everything. And that's another reason I started, like you said, is that you realize, wow, life is short and um, you want to be able to... um, have things in your life that you can always go to that um, that are really helpful for you. And there's no time like now to start. You know, it's like I didn't go to art school, but I can do this um, this thing for myself that's like really powerful. And who cares if I'm not like the greatest artist if I have this thing to come back to? So yeah, it's I, I have to kind of keep in mind why I started so that I don't. I don't let the audience influence me too much, take me away from the original purpose. Mm-hmm. And and what I hear is the original purpose in there was to help yourself. Totally. And yeah. It's just sure. making me kind of be like, this is, it's so interesting because I think so many of us want to help other people or want to like say something important or be, there's so many voices out there which are not so inspiring kind of the opposite that get a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. And, and so but I, what I found is that if we orient ourselves to what everyone else wants to hear or we think what everyone else wants to hear, it doesn't actually fall very meaningfully. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But when I started to do that for myself when I was teaching yoga, it was just like, well, sort of this commitment that I made with, that when I, I had had, you know, teachers that had really been authentic and vulnerable about their own insecurities and I'd, you know, been really touched by several authors out there who told the whole truth about their experience. 
And I felt like that, well, that's my responsibility. If I have a platform at all, then I have to use it to share it, like, mm. like what it is to be a human being. Yeah. And I'm always amazed by how much people trust that. Um, but, it, I mean, it really was more for me. Um, so it, it kind of, I always have this theory that, like, what's, what's good for me is good for everybody. Like, if I really take care of mm-hmm. myself, it really will serve other people. Mm-hmm. And I think your experience to me feels like it, it shows that that's also true. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think even people who don't know that they're being autobiographical in, you know, in any of their art, the ones I really resonate with, the ones that you resonate with in, in any, you know, any, anything in life, the, the things that, you know, the people you really connect to, the art you connect to, the music you connect to, it's all from a place of, um, you know, someone's own self-reflection and their, you know, them being really vulnerable and really putting themselves out there. I think in yoga teachers, you know, it's just those are the people you really connect with. You don't connect with someone who has a wall up. So this has been an exercise for sure in taking down some of those. No wall. There's no, no wall. wall. <laughs> I like what we like what we see behind the wall. <laughs> it's more beautiful. Yes. Well, where where do you get your inspiration? Because it's you draw a lot. Like that's I think one. What I see one of the the secrets to your um, success and fabulousness is your consistency. That you're not drawing a drawing every month. Like you're doing. For like sure. You're showing up pretty consistently. Yeah. Oh, but that's yeah, a lot that's to kind of everybody. get your inspiration going. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, at this point, I think because I do it every day, I think it's like the best decision I made because for one thing, it, it consistency is a way to like, if you want to grow your following in a very like, like, you know, the only kind of business tip I have is like be really consistent. I think people just, when they know to expect something every day, I think that it does, um, I don't know, that's that's just like a very uh very basic kind of social media tip. But um, but then there's also the great thing about it for me is that I've kind of trained my brain to think about things in a different way. Like I've almost, you know, if you do the same thing every single day and especially at the same time, your brain like knows what to do. It's kind of, it's amazing. It's like I've never, I never used to think in this way, but now my, my mind um thinks about things and processes things in terms of art and like I you know it's like I can it's almost like the inspiration isn't coming from me anymore it's like um it just happens to me because of the way I've trained myself but everything that I draw is 100% from my life so if I'm having any kind of like illustrator's block at all I'll just think about something that happened to me that day and process it that way. So, um, it's, I mean, I'm glad it, it certainly makes it easier that I'm the subject because I have nonstop material and, you know, I know myself pretty well. So, yeah, it, drawing from your life is another tip that you never really run out of inspiration as long as you keep experiencing things. Well, and you keep being true to yourself. Like yeah, willing, willing to kind of talk about maybe some of the stuff that we all feel like we should. It's it's like shoved down. But when you were, when you draw about it, it's so cute. I'm just like, oh yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, I relate to that. Oh yeah, I have all these secret crushes on people. I love your one. It's like all of your like the pretend boyfriends or or yeah, yeah, yeah. 
crushes. I draw a lot about crushes and always thinking about the next love of my life. Yeah, and the fan, the little fantasies that we all have that yeah keep us going. You know, yeah, like there's totally. sweet little things that maybe will never come into fruition, but they're they're important. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, a lot of those I'll, I really think, you know, I'll press publish and I'll really think I am the only person who thinks about this. And then I'll get like, you know, 300 comments. It's like, oh my gosh, I thought I was the only one. So that's really nice. It's nice for me because it makes me feel less crazy. <laughs> you know, it's like if, whenever I feel like people are relating to what I'm doing, it's um, it's just so nice to think, oh, okay, phew, I'm not, I'm not totally alone here. So it's a mutual relationship. No, we're not alone. We're all, we're all sharing the same thing. So I feel, we I feel are. pretty we clear on that. Are. Yeah. Well, so this has been a lot of change just in, you know, that you have a consistent creative practice, which is training your brain to see things more creatively and you realizing that you can – be authentic to yourself and getting great feedback and that you're not alone. And how has this changed you as a person or has it? Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been a huge creative change. I mean, I, um, to see myself as an artist has been like a monumental change. It's the biggest change that's ever happened to me. And um, you know, I can't, I can't believe I, like, rent an art studio space at this point. It's like, who is this person? That's, you know, it's, um, <laughs> I just feel like I've, in some ways I feel like I've become a totally different person, and in most ways I feel like I've become the person that I always was, you know, and and I've just kind of found a new way to express and experience things and now I you know I'm going into this new decade of my life with I have a new career like this is really my career now I wrote a book and I'm working on getting that published and once it is published that'll be like a new thing and um, I just feel like there's so many there's so many more things that I want to do with this and I feel like at this point um Another big change is just in the way that people receive things and the emails I get are really, really lovely. And it makes me realize, oh, people are being influenced by this. Like either people are being influenced to draw themselves, which is wonderful. I hope that for everyone or, you know, find a way. Um, And people say like, you know, your your drawings really comforted me during a tough time, or you know, I'm going through a breakup, mm-hmm. and um, and this has made me feel a lot better. And that's such a huge. That's so. It's hard to even process. And because of that, it makes me realize, wow, I I have this place now, and I have a responsibility now. And what is that going to look like? So it's totally in flux. It's totally in limbo. I'm not really sure what it looks like, but um, but I do. You know, I have this new kind of position both um, career-wise and, like, public-wise. <laughs> trying to navigate that going forward, but I'm obviously really grateful for it. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. 
You're welcome. And well, what are you what are you practicing for your own self care these days? Like, how do you stay grounded with a lot of change? Oh man, it's hard. I feel like I'm such an introvert, and um, you know, being kind of I mean, I'm not I'm not like getting stopped on the sidewalk, but I feel like because I'm a little more public now, and a lot of people are commenting on my life, and <laughs> or just you know, like I get a lot of people. Um, asking questions or asking for favors and that kind of thing. And I'm just kind of navigating how to be really present to people while still being able to kind of like have time for myself. And it's been a really tough balance because it is a transition. But um, something that I try and do a lot is just draw for myself because I've been drawing with um, this purpose of, you know, it's all very public. It's all very purposeful. It's like I'm going to put this, I'm going to draw this, and it's going to go on Instagram. It's like a very purposeful thing. And then writing my book as well, which I'm illustrating, that's all, you know, it all serves a very specific purpose. So I've been trying to return to my original self-care and just like doodle for fun and like, you know, just kind of make silly stuff that still feels like playing and, um, and still makes me feel like, the five-year-old I was who loved to just kind of draw little things and wasn't worried about what people thought and wasn't worried about, you know, like putting stuff out there. So I try and do that. I try and do a lot of journaling and just kind of processing what I'm feeling and what I need to, um, to take care of myself. And I also always love to do yoga almost every day. It's really, really nice to to keep, I think, you, you know, we store so much anxiety in our bodies and to be able to kind of release some of that is essential for me. Mm. That sounds like a solid plan. And like, solid I love, like, plan. I solid plan to move forward. And, um, yeah, I love the self-awareness that I hear when you talk about it too, like recognizing that, I, I think I really do because I feel like I'm an introvert too. And it's funny to be mm-hmm. introverted and then kind of public at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it makes me trust it more in you somehow. of just like, okay, you know, we do this like because life asks us to do it kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah can I ask of... you a little bit more about your book? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. It's like my dream come true. <laughs> Is it is it a compilation of your illustrations, or or you write other parts of it as well? Um, I'm not sure. I'm working with the editor to figure out what exactly it's going to look like. It started as a book of essays, and then it became a book of illustrated mm. essays, and now it's a book of illustrations with text. <laughs> so I'm not quite sure what it will look like, but it's about the past few years of my life and. Um, literal and figurative journeys I've taken around the world and then through, um, you know, this really tough time I went through. Can't wait to read it. Thanks. That's amazing. <laughs> Spring 2018, you've got a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah good, good. It should be fun. <laughs> like a fine like, bottle of wine, it will be maturing a lot There you go, there you go. Oh, my gosh, it will be very mature, yeah, it's, so funny yeah it's it's kind of all about like being in your 20s and I think it's sort of funny that it'll be out when I'm like 31 and like you know the kind of like 20s like I'll be speaking about that in a place I hope to be in a quite different place by then so that'll be interesting 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see what that journey is like as well, yes. the like chapter yes. of things. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like I've heard a lot of really great things already, but I'm curious, like, like what advice you have to offer to maybe other people out there who are listening to this and maybe feeling inspired, like, oh, my gosh, I, maybe I could do something that would be really, like, amazing with my little talent that I'm not sure is that great or whatever we say to ourselves around this stuff because um, you're, you're a great living example of it. And what would you say to someone who's maybe having these feelings inside of themselves right now? Oh, man, just do it. <laughs> That's like the biggest thing. You know, another reason why I started um, doing this is I realized um, when I was 28, oh, wow, I'm getting kind of older. I'm getting, you know, I'm, I'm growing up. I'm not like seven anymore. And I realized I want to have things that I have. I want to cultivate things that I have my entire life that I can always come back to that make me happy. And um, this is a hobby I can have pretty much my entire life, you know. Um, and it's, and to think of it that way, to think of it as something that, you know, this gift that you're giving your older self to be able to keep doing and keep enjoying is like, that's the biggest thing. It's not, it's not really for anyone else. So, uh, just so I feel like I just used to let so many things hold me back, and I thought, oh, I'm not a real writer, I'm not a real artist, I can't, you know, I can't call myself these things. But like, just do it. <laughs> you just have to do it, which sounds so easy, but it's so hard. So just do it. That's all. That's mm. all I have. Okay, it's it's really just the best advice. <laughs> and I love love that idea of giving your older self a gift of something that would bring her joy. Like yeah. the fact of something now that would bring you, that is such a beautiful like way to conceptualize like our creative hobbies and how we spend yeah. our time. Yes, totally. I mean, your like 85 year old self does not care who follows you on Instagram. You know, that is not <laughs> like they care about, are you happy? Are you building your own happiness? Are you you know, living this creative, fun, interesting life? And are you um, getting through your challenges by, you know, being resilient and optimistic? That's what, that's what your older self is going to care about. Yes. Yeah, totally. Um, this has been so great. And I am very excited for you. I'm very happy for you. I'm very inspired by you as well. Just thank you. Keep going, you know, just to just to keep exploring what thank what you. these creative impulses are all about, and and just with faith that it it, it does. I don't know if it works out because I mean, it's always still working out, but just with faith that it's um it's enough. Like our gifts are yeah. enough. Yeah. Oh, I love that word exploring. Yeah, I will keep doing that for sure. <laughs> Well, is there a way that people who are listening to this podcast who maybe are not familiar with your work could get in touch with you and start to see some of these beautiful drawings? Oh, sure. Well, I am on the Instagram every day. It's by Mari Andrew, B-Y-M-A-R-I-A-N-D-R-E-W. And um, you can look that up on the Internet as well if you're not an Instagram user like my mom. She is so follows me on her desktop so there's amazing that. um yeah but um I, I again like I love getting comments I read every single one 
And um, I love like direct messages. I love emails. So feel free any anytime. Love love getting little notes, and I'm happy to respond. Oh, that's so generous of you. Um, cool. Well, everyone, go check out Mari's work and. Um, Maybe even more than that, check out your own work. Like check out what yeah. that little thing inside of you is. I love and just that. Know that if you give it consistency, and that's, re- I mean, it's re- I just feel like so many of the fundamentals of self-care are really like expressed in your story, which is like really reaching into, like instead of shying away from those really hard moments of life to like use them because they're such a, it's so scary to be in that open space mm-hmm. of change, but it's also such a like life-giving, fertile place. Like it's so creative to be in that space, even though the creativity can be excruciating sometimes. I know, mm-hmm. um, and to really turn problems into opportunities. Um, yeah. There's this Kundalini phrase I love. It's, it's um, there's a way through every block, mm-hmm. and uh, and I hear that in your story mm-hmm. that like even if everything feels like it's falling apart, there's a path out and that path is it's not above or below the path is like through what it is we're struggling with by sharing and reaching out and being vulnerable um and that we have creative gifts inside of us and if we use them and we show up in a consistent way um maybe we will not get famous like maybe that's part of it is that you might not ever get recognized but that older version of yourself is thanking you and that is my big takeaway from this conversation i'm going to go ponder that question right now (laughs) yes that's awesome. Oh, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time. Oh, thank you, Gracie. This has been lovely. Much appreciated. Awesome. I will see you All around right. the lemon bowl. Yes, we'll see you in the studio. And thank awesome. you to everyone who is listening. And let's keep on going. All right, bye, you all. Bye. Hi, this is Gracie with Beautiful Life Self-Care. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I hope you learned something new. If you want to connect more, then visit me at selfcarewithgracie.com. There you can sign up for my weekly newsletter where on Wednesday afternoons, I'll send you more self-care practices, more inspiration, and more opportunity to connect to a community of people who really care about really good self-care. Also, write me if you have any other questions or if you have ideas for future shows. My email address is selfcarewithgracie at gmail.com. Thanks a lot. And remember, keep putting yourself first and everything else will fall into place. Mm -hmm.